since I was a teen, I've always been an artist, but for years and years, I was an artist slash waitress. I actually think that having a flexible job is key for creatives who are passionate about making great work, establishing their voice, exhibiting it to the world, and building a business selling it. All of that takes time, energy, and creativity, and it also takes time to just build it. The blocks take a while to come together. I like to say that building a business as an artist takes the same amount of creativity it took to make your art in the first place, and it takes a while. I've seen a lot of artists take a high demand job that sucks their creative energy and the art is the first thing that suffers. So while part of your art journey may require you to have an external money source, also known as a job, it's a good idea to choose a job that's flexible, emotionally undemanding, and straightforward. In this gig culture, there are tons of ways that you can make money as an artist to support your art passion. Waitressing was that job for me, and I can genuinely say I loved it. I loved food and wine, I loved the energy, it was fun. But there came a point when I was able to leave waitressing because my art was making enough money to support my life. Today, I wanna to tell you the six things I did to make it possible. Welcome to the Josie Lewis Show, where it's artist to artist chat about making art and selling your art, because I think artists should get paid. If you wanna learn the steps that I took to go from an artist slash waitress beyond what I'm gonna tell you about today, I wrote a guide for you. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Selling Your Art Online, and you can download it for free at josielewis.com ultimate. The first thing I did to create a successful art business was to make art in a series. The only way to reliably sell art is to become known for a style and an identity. The only way to become known for a style and an identity is to, well, create art in a series. That means the individual works of art will be connected in theme and color palette, medium, or subject. Your work will naturally evolve and grow over time, like a musician that creates different albums that represents different phases of their development. But the songs in each album are cohesive. You'll need to set up parameters on your artistic process. Not incidentally, doing something over and over again is really the only way to get very good at what you're doing. Your art is the base of this pyramid. And if you make a bunch of work that's all over the place, you'll never develop the technical excellence or unique expression that you'll need to build a business and a unique identity. The second thing I did was to learn how to photograph my work and incorporate video. Yes, you're gonna have to use a camera. Guess what? Even if you don't want to use social media, even if you don't want to develop a website because you just want to show in galleries, these days you are going to need to have a digital portfolio. A gallery may choose to visit your studio in real life, but usually they will just ask for a website link or JPEGs to understand what your work is all about. If your images are blurry or dark or goofy with weird color casts, it will not show your work in the best light, literally, and you won't get far. Learning the art of fine art documentation is a required skill for artists and there's no getting around it. I've been learning how to document my work since the days of film photography and slides. Believe me, digital photography is a huge improvement. 
Which brings me to the third thing I did to build my art business. Yes, I use social media, but more than simply posting to social, I paid attention to the new platforms, the new features and the trends in real time. To do that, I had to have excellent digital images and photograph my art and art practice, as I said before, and I also needed to use video. That's another thing that we're not going to be able to get around. Video is here and it's here to say. Social media platforms are in a tight competitive market and they are constantly evolving to keep up. If you can evolve with them, it will help. They will put algorithmic clout behind their new features. Think of Instagram stories and IGTV and carousel posts and finally reels. What's next? I don't know, but I'm going to do my best to ride that pony. Which leads me to steps four, five, and six. The last three things I did are as follows. I built a commerce website with Squarespace. I created and grew an art email list and I sold my art in a shop update rhythm. The path is this. I pulled my followers from social media to my website where I asked for their email list. And then I emailed them every four to six weeks when I initiated a shop update. I do do marketing on social media where I let people know I have arts for sale, but most of my sales, my art sales are directly due to emails, letting my list know that the art is ready and it's available for sale. Having a shop update rhythm works great for both my studio practice, because I like to batch my time and focus on one thing at a time, but also for my collectors who are more compelled to purchase art because of scarcity and urgency. Now, if you haven't already guessed, this whole journey had a lot of ups and downs. There were lulls and there were dead ends. After witnessing many successful artists, I would say that each creative path that's successful is wildly unique and individual to each artist. In my membership, Art Revenue Coaching, we dive into the specifics of this journey and support artists on their way. If you want to check it out, go to josielewis.com slash arc, that's A-R-C. Throw your name on the waiting list to get that free guide, which I'll send you, the ultimate guide to selling your art online, and you'll definitely get more resources from me as well. Thanks for spending this time with me today, and I'll see you in the next episode.